Hello, everybody. We got a great show this week. We got Russ Baum. He is a touring artist. He tours all over the United States. Um, it, it's a great interview. It's a lot of fun talking to Russ. I um, haven't ever really had a long conversation with him. Apparently, uh, I didn't remember this, but I had met him once, and I do remember it after he mentions it in the interview. feel a little embarrassed on the goofy moment there, but uh, that's the way it happens sometimes here on the show. Um, but I am very excited about the show today. I know you'll love Russ. Um, he, we tried to do this all over Zoom. Um, the musical quality of what he plays live at the end is not spectacular, but please bear with us because we're trying to work out these things with technology. And I'm telling you, you can get the spirit and the energy of Russ when he plays anyway as it comes through. But don't worry, we're going to work in a little pre-recorded little piece of one of his records here like we kind of always do when we're doing these Zoom shows. So uh, you're going to hear a little bit of Russ. Russ is awesome. Go find his records. He has a, a few of them out there online. And um, he has uh, uh, definitely probably going to be in your neighborhood as soon as uh, the quarantine, lockdown, pseudo lockdown, venue closures, whatever it is. Um, as soon as COVID land lets up a little bit and we get back to normal land, uh, you'll definitely be able to find Russ at a venue near you. He is a, an, an incredible performer. You have to see him. Anyway, before we get to Russ, um, today my friend Brent Lee Smith, the moonshine guru, shows up to tell you 13 things you don't know about me. Please take these with a grain of salt. Hey, moonshine music fans. Brent Lee Smith, the moonshine guru with you here. Got a, another list for you, but um, it's it's a worthy repeat exercise, I think. Because, uh, well, I, I just get into the list. Top 13 things you didn't know about Joe Shelton. Uh, he's the guy who hosts the show, in case you were wondering. Um, yeah, so number one. Joe is short for Joe Nanana. That's why we call him Joe. That's too hard to say. He has an undying admiration for all things polka, including dots. That's number two. Number three, his music collection is killer. It's filled with amazing local artists, including Joe Sheldon. He's a great father to a pair of lucky dribbles. That's number four. Number five, he's the biggest, most loyal superfan of the Chicago Cubs. Go Cubs! His favorite number is pie, and just add an E for his favorite food. How convenient. He sells remote controls on eBay. Check out his eBay store. Help him out. He always wears a wetsuit under his clothes, just so he's always prepared. For what, I don't know, but he has a wetsuit. Uh, number nine, his dream job is a kazoo critic and instructor. Fingers crossed they come up with a COVID vaccine soon so we can follow that dream. Number 10, toe socks. Number 11, he is fluent in Romanian. Ask him to tell you why the next time you see him, it's a fantastic story. And one that I don't have enough time to tell you now. Number 12, he is allergic to Velcro. Do not ask, you to tell, do not ask him to tell you this story. It is not fantastic. Number 13, he invented blueberry pop rocks. And, oh, and 13 and a half. I was going to say that he's a solid dude who cares deeply about his friends and family. 
He's a great musician and songwriter, does a ton to help out the local music scene, and just generally rocks. But this list is things you didn't know about Joe Shelton, so I didn't really need to mention any of it, but yeah, I figured I would anyway. Love you, Joe. This is Moonshine and Music with Joe Shelton. Wait a minute, that's me. Anyway, we're going to bring you some inspiring songwriters, musicians, and maybe some side challenges and other stuff around the music industry. So stick with us right now, because the show is coming your way. Woo! Moonshine and Music starts right now. Welcome to Moonshine and Music. Today we're here with Russ Baum, and uh, Russ is great to have you on the show. I, it's uh, nice to meet you in person, um, you know, or at least in Zoomage, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it really—it's nice to see. You. I, th- I honestly think we had met at least one time before. I think I we met like one time at Square Cat or something. Yeah, Square Cat, yeah. I still yeah. remember shaking your hand at Square Cat. Yeah. What's up to you? Yeah. But, but like, nice to see you again, man. Nice to see yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that now. Like, um, we were, it was like, uh, it was crazy nights. I've been there so yeah, many yeah. times. <laughs> uh, see, so I, I've only been, like, I've, I've only been in there just a handful of times to catch the, uh, the you know, uh, Chris Wolf's open mic. Uh, you know what you guys said going on there was it the first Monday. Yeah. You guys were doing. Yeah, the, uh, it's usually the third like Monday. It's it's supposed to be tonight. Yeah, but it it isn't uh, it isn't happening right now because Squarecast's not allowed to do any live music. So yeah, and no, mm-hmm. that really sucked. But I tell you what, there's like I think that was like the coolest uh, open mic night. Oh yeah, honestly. it's just like there's because there's so many artists. Like your your networking possibilities there are just I think endless for for new and old artists. Like I just think it's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait until it starts back up. I mean, it was so cool. Just like I, I, I was, you know, I lo- I would go every month just to like sit there and watch everybody. Basically, I mean, I play oh, yeah. first, but then you know, kick back, yeah, watch yeah. everybody. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I wish that I could be in the area more. You know, honestly, I kind of so the first time I found it, I just stumbled upon it. Uh, you know, as in like I was just I happened to happen to be in the neighborhood, and I was meeting a buddy of mine uh, to go have dinner and, and have a meeting with him. And uh, he didn't, he forgot to show up and like hit me up. He was like, you know, give me an hour. I'll be there. And I, and I looked across the street and I was like, square cats hopping. I'm going to walk over there see what that's about. And it was, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, what I miss? <laughs> you know, I was like, oh my God. Well, well yeah, I, man. I mean, it, I did, it's way, like, it's know, a packed house, right? So you can't miss oh, it. Like you go by, it's like. Back, front to back. And, I, and then, and then it was, I, I know Chris. So I was, I was ran to Chris. I was like, what the hell? And he, and he's, he said it was like, his, I think it might have been the second one uh, oh. when, when I came across it. So it was like, like really fresh. I was like, what is this? This is awesome. You know, I felt embarrassed that I didn't know about it. I was like, oh man, like I, I'm in this loop. I had no idea how I missed this, you know, but it was just awesome. It was really awesome. Like 20 some uh, uh, months in, it was so still like, like full. Thing in. 20 some months rocking. in, it was still rocking, it was still full. As many people as he could get, you know, 30 people or something through there. Like one song yeah, each because there's too wild. many people, you know. <laughs> it's wild gets... to me. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's wild to me that that what I love about it is the artists that that are there that are understanding of what it is and the respect of the room was incredible. Uh, for the most part, like I, like I said, it was like two or three times that I actually made it out, and it was randomly like I brought my wife in, you know, to kind of kinda more or less to be, you know, to to, to see everyone and not really perform, and the. Um, so you live like south of Indianapolis, way. is that right? You're you're south yeah. of Indianapolis? Yeah, I'm in Columbus. 
We're about, you know, 45 minutes south of Indy, you know. <laughs> did you grow up there or uh, where, where did you grow up? Was it? Um, I was really a syndrome. Um, <coughs> I need to give me a water all of a sudden. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry, coughing. Got me after my smoke break. I, I would um, have, I would have craft service jump in, but we got, you know, distance. No, uh, <laughs> let me go grab a, a quick water. Hold on a second. I'm All sorry, right. Joe. No problem. Oh, sorry, dude. Okay. All right. <laughs> Back to the question. So where am I from Columbus? Uh, no, I'm not from Columbus. I'm living here now, but I grew up really, um, uh, central Indiana. Like, uh, you know, I, 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 I went to elementary school in Brownsburg and in Avon. Uh, and then I went to like middle school in Martinsville, high school in Mooresville. And then, high school again in Martinsville so it's like a kind of like more of like central kind of south south central I guess uh, and then I, I lived in Bloomington and Ellisville and um kind of all in that that kind of realm and area there so just you like know, uh, 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 generally around an hour uh, in the orbit of Indianapolis yeah <laughs> yeah yep. so, but I, I never let's see whenever I was I was like two or three years old we lived in Speedway you know, so that was the close, like Indianapolis. We got in Indianapolis right there. But other than that, it's kind of just like right there, been in that realm, you know. Uh, so it was, uh, so that's so funny because people always they're like, well, where are you from? I'm like, well, there's kind of, I don't know, where, where do you say where you're from? Because every year after even high school, you know, I was moving every other year uh, to a different <laughs> town, but always central Indiana. So like, I'm always like, wait, man, I'm an Indiana boy. He's like, where are you from in Indiana? I was like, well, this area, Morgan <laughs> County, Brown <laughs> County, you know, Monroe county <laughs> hendrix county <laughs> you know it's, it's like yeah but so you know it's it's a it's just the life that, that i've lived uh, with my parents and just my, my the, the way that it is you know i like to meet new people anyway i guess it's part of what like part of what works you know so when how old were you when you started playing music were you uh like a little um, kid or teenager or i started playing i started playing guitar like when it came to like really going after wanting to learn like songs full songs and singing along i was about 15 when I started picking it up to do that but I started pecking around on a piano uh but more like when I was like eight to ten years old somewhere in there and I was saying I would like uh, I like to do like uh the first song that I can that I can officially say I ever learned that I is a tear in my beer uh Hank Williams <laughs> it's like my my first piano song that I played along <laughs> to so I mean, yeah, that's a stellar that, song. That, so, you know, um, I know I see looking back on a hindsight tells me like that was, you know, I must have had a pretty cool dad because he laid that in front of me and I went with it. <laughs> I mean, you know, at least it wasn't like first song I ever learned was Macarena, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. yeah see, when, when I got on guitar, it was like your standard like Smashing Pumpkins songs and stuff because I was like, I was 95, you know, when I picked up guitar right. and I was playing Green Day stuff. So it could be a lot more embarrassing than tear in my beer. See, I used to, I grew, I grew up not realizing how cool that like Hank Williams and that song is, you know what I mean? I just, right. Like, That's what I listened to when I was a kid. And, you know, it was a tear in my beer, crying for you, dear. You, know, you, you still play that one? Is that in the set list? You know, it should be, but it's not. I know every word to it. Um, you know, I'm sure I'd learn the chords in a matter of seconds. You know what I mean? That's uh, not exactly a difficult song. <laughs> I mean, you were playing it when you were eight, so, you know. I know, right? You know, and now we talk about I'm going to have to put it in my notes, dude. I might I might do that. I might do that just because <laughs> it brings back. You know, it's all about music's all about the memory anyway. You know, that's to me. Uh, the, um, like, uh, yeah, I started singing that song. It's going to turn me and every person in that room into, like, an eight-year-old for a minute. You know what I mean? If you do it yeah. right. 
So. That's true. I mean, do you uh, when when did you start writing songs? It sounds like you were playing other people's stuff at fifteen and. Yeah, yeah, I was I would like write lyrics when I was fifteen, sixteen, uh, like with my sister. We kind of like write songs. And I would mess with them a little bit, but it wasn't anything that I held on to. Like you know, I can't like go back and remember like any of the riffs from then, or I can't remember um, you know what words. I just got really into Green Day. And so I just started picking up and learning Green Day songs. And, but the, um, so, and that, that's like, but I tried to kind of write like them or kind of try to write like, like Weezer. And I'd try to write like kind of funny songs or things that would make my sister laugh and things like that. You know, it's because we were kids hanging out and, you know, we we're entertaining each other. But the, um, but I didn't really start like writing until I was like about 21, 22. I decided that, you know, I wanted like, I, I just started writing songs, you know, just, I started this really that's really what happened I don't know if I thought about it I started I started I got an acoustic guitar and I was hanging out with all my buds and um you know and sitting around campfires and I just picking up uh songs again because that actually kind of took like a hiatus from my guitar for three or four years uh because like I had to sell it to make a car payment when I was like 17 and then I kind of took a break for about three years or so picked up a, an acoustic guitar and started just started writing man I wrote this song called 1910 and all my friends liked it. And I just, I liked the feeling of them liking it, I guess, because I just kept writing them, writing them and, you know, continuing on. And so I've been like, been a songwriter now for almost 20 years, you know. That's killer. I, mean, I was looking back at your, um, at your records on like, uh, you know, Apple Music. And I saw uh, um, that like you had one in 09 and then an EP in 18. Uh, are you like on a nine year cycle? Or uh, oh, no, <laughs> is there stuff I, that isn't no, out there? I, I, just, I didn't release everything that way. I've actually got I've got an album for every single year I've been writing. I've got a oh, I've got cool. a recorded album of it, and some of it I just didn't really you know. You it's like put them it, online. It, yeah, I haven't put them online just because it's like one of those. It's like it's you can really tell how rough my singing and my playing was. You can really tell how uh, I was. Uh, you know, I'm still not a fantastic, phenomenal singer. But I was I was afraid. I don't know how or why people even listen to me uh, sometimes when I listen. <laughs> I listen back, and, I, and, I, and I, if I have haters out there, like I can, can kind of like feel for them. I'm like I feel you. Like that's a that's a. I don't know if I'd want to listen to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, um, but it's a it's a so so like yeah. I, I did like a, my first live album was like 2003. I did a live album live at Max's place, and um, and I had written 12 songs for that. And, you know, so I had like a full original album. That was my first official album, but I couldn't really afford a studio, uh, you know, and so like or to get into the studio at the time. And so I just kind of had, I had a buddy of mine, Matt Summers came out and recorded the thing. And, um, and that was that, that was the first album, you know, kind of mixed it down a simple, you know, it went to an eight at tape, you know, and I still yeah. have the albums. I, I still have physical copies of all of them. And there's a lot of fans who have them too, because they'll talk me out of them. And the, um, <laughs> and I'll just give them to them or, you know, I'd, I'd sell these box sets where it was just, you know, I just, I'm DIY. So I'd like, I, I, you know, like I can print more copies of the album at any time I want to. And any, you know, I put them out and they'll, they'll sell whenever I put them out, but I just kind of just randomly disperse them here and there. But I did like, like every year I end up in the studio and I end up with a full set of music and different projects and things. So it's like, I've, it's been uh, like right now I'm, I'm something like, uh, like 16 full, full albums at this point, like full, Wow. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I only have, I only yeah, did find it online. You know, you're going to only catch in uh, really what I put out in 2000. Yeah. Good fish in 2009 was my first studio album, like with the full band. 
Right. I can think it really, it really sounds like a freshman album to me. Like I listen to that and it's like, ah, you know, I can really tell it's my first time in the studio. And then you go, you leap forward to uh, what's out right now, which is like my meager Kings project. I don't know if you've heard of that one or not, but um, that's the very best recording when it came to like full band studio album that I've ever produced. And that, that started coming out about a year ago. Yeah. I've got that stuff from, like the nearest and dearest you probably caught nearest that. and like dearest a, volume one is the one that i've been listening to oh uh, yes yeah, so that was recorded here in indianapolis with uh, uh 416 wabash with those guys yeah um and this is it's obviously it's a simple if you've listened to it you realize it's just it was meant to be but it's a uh, i was sold at the album. start of it the first one starts off with like a harmonica and i was like uh, okay I, i'm in like all right, you started so, yeah, off your album, album. Our EP with a with like a, a a harmonica. I feel like we're gonna like settle in for some story. Be all right, yeah, yeah, it's be all right. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's more that's more along that that whole project. Now that's that project actually continues. Like um, I'm gonna be releasing another volume of that, but it's all about um, like my friends and my songwriters, uh, my buddies, and sharing their music. I'm either singing their songs on that, or they're singing me with with me with my songs, or uh, there's a there's one that's on there. It's called Rick and Tim. That was that was about some friends of mine. So I put it on there. But like the song Marigold that's on there, that's a co-write with Maggie Batts. Um, the song Reason to Smile that you're talking about, that's an actual Uncle Mike Cummins song. He calls himself Michael Cummins. I don't know if you've ran into him or not. He's no. a songwriter out of Morgan, Morgan County. A fantastic songwriter. But he doesn't get out and do performances. Uh, he, he like uh, at least hasn't in the last few years or whatever. But he's just he's just a great writer, you know, and he hangs out at his house and we get get together and, you know, burn one and hang out and write music, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Born to score in a year ago Got plenty to tell, nothing to show I've been down this road a time or two With a song in my heart and a hole in my shoe Talk about troubles, I've had my share Sad and downhearted, I just didn't care Picked myself up, a seat in my pants Got out on that floor, learned how to dance There's a reason to smile you dare and you please if you're looking for honey You gotta talk to the bee Pick yourself up by the seat of your pants Get out on that floor, learn how to dance Seven long years, I couldn't cry My heart was broken, my cheeks were dry Now life is better, I'm happy again My heart is mended and the tears fall like rain There's a reason to smile, you dare and you please If you're looking for honey, you gotta talk to the bees Pick yourself up by the seat of your pants Get out on the floor, learn how to dance Pick yourself up by the seat of your pants Get out on the floor, 
learn how to dance. <laughs> you know, I didn't ask you. Like, is what's the content? Like, what am I? Was is it? Do, is there, am I allowed to cuss? Am I allowed to? Yeah, we have a full on? explicit on everything. Uh, I mean, all right, yeah. all right. I, I, uh, <laughs> w- w- early on we discovered that just put an e out there, it's 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 gonna fucking yeah. happen. <laughs> Ain't about it. Yeah, yeah, it's what it is. It's we got, what it is. We we I think along about the point where we decided we were having like the Barney Mugger Street Band on that it it all you know it was like okay it's it's a permanent e there's no. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if you know those guys, but there no, was nothing. No, 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 never, never, there was nothing not explicit it. about that ex- episode. I mean, good they, lord! They keep it coming. I keep it coming. I'm not that bad. I'm not. I'll try to be respectful. <laughs> no, man. So, you know, there's actually there's a there's a two other albums that came out in like 2011 and 14, or maybe it was 2012 or 14 that came out under Russ Bomb Huck Finn. Okay. And that was that. Those I wrote all those songs minus one um on those two projects too so that's like my original writing and huck was playing percussion uh you know throughout the thing kind of sing along and things like that i'll have to check those out i mean they're all all like one take albums we went to the studio and we just like walked in and uh, especially like in one hit like i was drunk you know we went to the studio uh went in there and it was like uh we had been, we had been, let's see, I think we probably had five or six shows like, like night after night after night in a row. And then, and then this dude shows up, uh, Kenny shows up and at one of the shows in Indy there and the, um, and he's like, Hey, uh, you should record some of those songs. And I was like, yeah, you know, we were trying to figure out how to get to the studio, but we were a wreck. Like I was an alcoholic mess. And yeah, I was like, yeah, we're trying to get a studio. And he's like, well, I have a studio at my house and he's been friends with, with Huck forever. And I was like, all right, well, someday let's let's do that. And then he's like, well, why don't we do it tonight? And I said, well, fuck it, let's do it tonight. And um, and so after the show, it's like literally three o'clock in the morning when we arrive, and we're and we're drinking moonshine, we're smoking weed, and drunk, just drunk. And the um, and we recorded the one hit album, you know. <laughs> and so it was in, and it was just me and Huck in a room with no monitors, you know, just a, just a couple microphones in front of us, you know, like. So, and so it's, it's not like the highest of quality of, of, uh, productions and whatnot, but you know, it, it is what it is. And, um, and now I'm curious, of, I, I'm really going to have to check it out. That's going to have to happen. You, know, you, you can hear how tired a man is in that. I love live <laughs> albums. I mean, I don't know about you, but like, I, um, I've always, uh, had an affinity for everybody, you know, whoever puts out their live record, whatever their live record ends up being. And, um, mm-hmm. Cause I just really like live music. And so, um, you know, like some of my favorite albums growing up were like the live versions of stuff like Bob Seger live bullet is like one of my favorite albums. Nice. You know? Uh, so, you know, I mean, I, I think it's really cool when there's a, something that's just a, like a capturing of a moment, you know? Yeah. I honestly do too. Uh, are you a, uh, a Towns Van Zandt guy? Uh, I, you know, I listen to him. I, I'm, it's not like I, you know, have focused on him, but you I feel know, yeah, I feel, yeah. see, I'm, I'm, um, when it comes to like, I'm a towns guy, I really like towns, but what really drew me to him to begin with was a, a live uh, album of his. It was oh, just okay. him and a guitar. And it was like one of, he's like one of somebody I really looked up to in music. So like, that's actually why I kind of went in that direction myself. I was like, you know, I'm just going to be me and a guitar. Towns Van Zandt can do it. I can do it. And, and his recording was, was uh, a bunch of great, what I thought were great songs. 
in a voice that was actually struggling pretty hard. So I felt like a guy could do it. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, it's like people like this guy, they could like me, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's the not Elvis on the other end of that. It's Towns Van Zandt. But the moment that was captured was beautiful. The notes sometimes weren't beautiful, but the moment that's, that it was captured was. That's why I'm agreeing with like what you were saying about what's cool about live recordings. Because you go back to that, you know, like there was no redub, no retake, you know, it was live. You know, right. You know, yeah. You know, I mean, that's that. That's I love that. You know, we did uh, our first two albums that way with uh, with Russ and Huck. You know, and it was like so one out, one hit, and then uh, we did Fricky, and I'm pretty proud of the way Fricky turned out. But you can still tell it's like a, it's a one take thing, and you know, I'd, and I wasn't slammed drunk, but I'd had a couple Bud Lights, you know, <laughs> and we just, and we just rock through the thing, you know. Within two hours, we were walking out of the studio with our product in hand, you know, in the um but you know, it's, it's just neat how all that comes together. Then we started trying to do like a studio album, like, uh, and that's like, we, it was like the end of the line for us. <laughs> like we got in the studio up in uh, Portland, <laughs> Ohio and, and, and we had fun in the studio and everything, but it was, we were already like at the end of our, end of our line anyway, as, as an act, like it was like game over. So by the time uh, we were getting in the studio to like produce like, like a full production with the full band and finally get all that going, like, uh, my life took a, 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 a different direction. His life took a different direction. So, um, you know, I guess there's a little story time on that one, but yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead, man. You know, we, we love the stories, you know, that's, that's what we're yeah. about here is getting to know artists and, uh, and hearing their stories more than anything else. So that, uh, whoever's watching out there, be it 25 or 5,000, uh, they, they get a little, you know, piece of something they wouldn't normally see. So, yeah. Yeah, we had lots of years, uh, you know, like I worked with Huck five, about five, almost six years. And man, we hustled it, man. Like it got, got like, uh, as in like, it was, we, we were playing music, you know, for a hundred percent of our income and we were partying like crazy animals and we were, we were getting all over the place and, you know, started my touring career with him and getting everything going and, and just like hustling and living in parking lots to get to the next, you know, not even, not even the next gig. Sometimes we were in like, it was just, uh, just living in God knows what, dude. I can't even explain. You know, I, I woke up like literally in like in some like random person's yard, uh, like downtown Indianapolis one night because I just slept in their bush. You know, like stuff like that. It was just like I wake <laughs> up and I'm hanging out with all the homeless dudes in the morning and we're drinking beers and you know sitting on Mass Ave. The sun's coming up. <laughs> you know, like just uh, you know. And I'm like, hey, dudes, like uh, I'm I'm a, I'm like literally a you know, if I wreck my car or something, like I'm right here with you guys. So I'm just going to hang out with you anyway. So what's up, <laughs> you know, but really on, on a real level though, <laughs> you know, I really was just wow. like, it's like, you know, it's like, I think I'm out here making horrible decisions yet. What do you fellas think about this? <laughs> you know, and, yeah, <laughs> it's what it is, you know, luckily that was then and this is now, but you know, it was just part of the story though. Just <laughs> getting out there, getting wild, man. We were party animals. We we're dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> so you're, um, uh, you know, I, I, I've noticed you, um, you know, on Facebook and things, I see all your different shows and around and, uh, it looks like you were touring quite a bit, obviously before the lockdown, uh, oh, yeah. you know, where, where all, where, you know, I, I know you were in different States and stuff. Where all have you been, uh, running around playing? Uh, touring wise. Yeah. I've been uh, a full us. I haven't been in every state yet though. Um, but like, you know, we did a, all the way, like did West Coast uh, there in January, just to give you like a history of the last two years or so. Um, uh, we were in, in like last January, we did like California, Colorado, Arizona, um, Nevada, and New Mexico. 
And like uh, prior to that, um, I did like a Midwest tour where I was, uh, you know, uh, Indiana, Michigan, and Ohio, which I like to do that. I like to do like that tri-state area a couple times a year. And then uh, I go out East Coast and do like New Jersey, uh, go like Baltimore, like some through Maryland, the Carolinas, and go all the way down into Florida and do both coasts of Florida. And then um, I do the United Kingdom. I go, I do, I do Scotland and um, and oh wow, Wales. I didn't realize you went over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. go over there. I've got a really cool fan base over there. Sorry, my voice is getting dry again. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the get around and and I've like literally it's either constantly touring. I do I would do I would do like Putin Bay, Ohio. Do you know where that is? Yeah, I totally Not do. Lake Erie. Like yeah, it's a, a little island Lake out Lake in the middle. Here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a it's a wild island out there yeah. in Lake Erie. Uh, lots of fishing, lots of crazy people, you know, all that sort of stuff. All the a lot of tourism and stuff. Lots of music, a lot of music. So I've been kind of cutting my teeth and making uh, a lot of you know a lot of my moves um, out of that area um, because uh, like the last eight years, like last this, this is my eighth season in Putin Bay this year. Um, I would do about uh, like. An average like 80 to 100 shows a season which is like a four-month season where I go up and just like really hustle it like sometimes uh two or three like three hour sets a day and just like you know just get it and like get up try to get my chops up and, and try to make a little bit of cash and um and that was always that's been my summers up until this summer when everything changed right you know? and this year and so I, I had 80 shows booked on on the books and we ended up only with two of them at the end of it all, you know, we, we literally just did that last weekend. Now was our, that was our hello and goodbye to put in Bay, um, you know, <laughs> going out and doing which, which honestly, it was so weird because it, I saw the same people only I did it in like a blur, <laughs> you know, so I saw everybody and, and we know like you got there and, and, and I'm pretty deeply seated into like, uh, like the, just the, the community in put in Bay. Cause I've been going there for eight years and basically living on the Island for eight years. Uh, during the season whenever it's all going on so like you gotta go out and I had to say hi to everybody and every single person you run into uh it's it's input in base so they don't just say hi they say hi here's a shot and you know it's like you got hey man he says haven't seen you in a year I need you to take this Jameson shot I'm like I don't know right now I shouldn't take another one and they're like I know you shouldn't <laughs> you know, right. good. like I'm, I'm well behaved you know but it's just like man this this uh, i'm like man I, like I, i'm glad it was just one day instead of 80 <laughs> you know what i mean man you know, you know i, I you feel know, you on I that like work and I, I miss the work and i miss the people but damn it felt good to be home this summer for the first time in eight years with my family and you know and i got to go hang out with all the same people i usually did and put it in bay and i got to knock it out like in one day you know what i mean right so it was a wild trip is a, a wild perspective that happened this year. A big change for us uh, as a family. I uh, think thanks to me not having to go to Put in Bay for the summer, you know, because it's all this all this touring. Like it really is. My show schedule becomes very grueling, and on top of the show schedule, there's, um, you know, it's a my business schedule and my meetings and and the creative side of it, and constantly cre- having to create, record the creations. Um, constantly do all, all the artwork and constantly think of the ideas to you know that have to be happening you know nine months from now to make sure that every all that everybody's covered and bills are, are all in place and it's like constant like you have to stay ahead of the game constantly you know and the um so it's a, it, it just absorbs so much and and in 
to be able to remove the shows the last five, six months and survive it, not only survive it, but actually we've kind of adapted to it uh, and realized that I can, there's a different way to reorganize once again, kind of reorganize my ideas and my touring schedule to balance the family more and probably make more money and have more turnout at the shows than we did before, you know? What so kind of, uh, what, 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 you know, you're talking about your family, you got children? Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got a wife and, and two kids. So yeah. how old are they? 11 and 13. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So you got, you got a couple kiddos, you know, and that we just got married and, and we like literally in February and we don't have children together. Uh, this is like, uh, I've got my, my boy with another, with another woman and she's got her daughter with another man, but you know, we've been together nine years and these kids grew up together. You know what I mean? Right. So well, like we've got uh, like a, Oh, they're, you know, they're like, it's, we're, we're a solid unit, you know. You're an American family <laughs> is what you are. <laughs> we are, man, we are. It's exactly yeah. what we are. And they've been dealing with that for, you know, since, you know, my kid, like the kids and all that, and, and her be, like dealing with me, like being constantly gone and constantly, uh, you know, occupied in one form or another. So like finally coming home was like, I, I hate to say it, but it was like, it was kind of a godsend for me. Like it was a, cause it wouldn't have slowed down you know, it would have probably would have continually gotten worse um, for me and for, and for my family if I would have continued on the way that, because it would just kept accelerating because the shows kept working and getting bigger and moving forward and, and, but it was absorbing so much time that I was losing, you know, the, the health at home, you know what I'm saying? So like Sorry. the Corona stuff, like really say, like it, it didn't help my pocketbook, but luckily I, I'm blessed with some fan, you know, fan base that, that supported the live streams as, as they're coming through and, you know, they still do, you know, and um, kind of throw it out that way. And, and uh, you know, we didn't make millions of dollars, but, you know, we didn't, we got, well, luckily we were able to pay all the bills, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, I, it, it's it, tough when, the, when you lose all those live shows because they, um, they do pay the bills, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and lots of, uh, lots of our friends have been struggling, you know. Yeah, it's tough, man. Like it's it's it really is. I hate to see the guys out there that uh, that are like really struggling. And this is something that's definitely going to separate the boys from the men when it comes to who really wants it. You know, with uh, when it comes to like the 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 entrepreneurs out there and, and the artists that like have got it dedicated in their soul. There's nothing that's going to stop them. Like this isn't going to stop them. You know, it's like. <laughs> You know, it's just not, you know, like there's like, the, right, when, I know. when you have the artists that have that passion, like there's no stopping and they'll, they'll figure out how to get around the money. They'll figure out how to get around uh, the inability to play the venue. Cause they're going to go create a venue, you know, and you know what I mean? Like things like that. And they're going to make places for their fans to be. And, and like, that's, that's the, that's the artists that, that are definitely surviving right now. And like, I've got a lot of, of buddies that are doing all that right now to survive that like their bands, I don't know how in the world they do that. Like some of my buddies' bands, like they're used to making like 20 grand a show. It's ridiculous. Like I can't, I can't do that. Like I'm not doing that anyway at this time. But like, but it's like, it's like, Me either. I, you know, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah Cause, cause here I am, I'm crying about, you know, 80 shows and I know what I make a show and it's not like, it's not, it's not disrespectful. Like it's a nice number or whatever, but it sure shit ain't that. And the, um, you know, because basically what I would make in the entire summer is what they make a show, you know? <laughs> and uh, so, so, and so whenever I said, well, I lost 80 shows and they're like, Oh man, I lost a hundred shows. And I was like, Oh damn, I, mean, I, I feel wow. you. And he's like, not really. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I, I mean, he's, he's, he's like, yeah, it's like my, it's like you lost 20 grand Russ. Like we lost like 
a lot more than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, well, I appreciate your time. Dude, I'm like, I'm like, uh, you, you well, can I pick your brain on how you got to that level to begin with? Because that sounds hard work, dedication. I mean, you know, there's, gotta, there's something I'm missing. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> it might be talent. It might be good looks. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it's the hustle. You know, it's the, oh, it's the, I mean, no doubt about it, you know. Um, so do you uh, want to play a, a tune or two for the for the audience on the show here? Sure, man. I can do that. I can do that. I'm a, like, I've got a, I don't know what I'll play, but I'll think about it. Like, I'm, I've got my guitar. I figured I thought you. I thought you'd never ask. Yeah, man. Over, we we need original tunes because we, like okay. we like to we like to celebrate songwriting. Yeah. So you know. Um, uh huh. But I've got, you know. I've got a lot of original tunes. Yeah. Um, that's that's what I prefer to do. But see, I like the songs that I play. My cover songs are like there's songs that I'm just like head over heels in love with. You know what I mean? The mm -hmm. um. But let's see. I'm trying to think of what would be a good one here. Obviously, I'm. I'm I'm kind of unprepared on what song to play. It'll come to, but do you want to hear? Let's see. Um, the, got, your guitar there. Uh, what 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 kind of guitar is that one? I see uh, it's, this it's, one. It's been Eagle. well used. I like the, I like the yeah man tick marks. Yeah. I bought her brand new. Yes, yeah, so it's kind of got it kind of all over. I'm all like this with a little light I got going on. So you can see my, But yeah, um. Man. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of miles on this guitar. The, um, I put every one of them on it, too. The, um, I've got a Gibson that I put a whole lot of miles on, too, that I really like, but it doesn't have a, I, I popped a string on it earlier today during my live stream. Oh, man. I have not repaired it because I'm a bad friend. <laughs> but the, um, the, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, starting trying to think of what song. I can do this song called The Lonely. Um, that's not super exciting, but I think it's a pretty song. Um, cool. And uh, this is this is one. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe this just be a cool one to go with. A lot, a lot of the, the fans. It's so funny because I have I have a the fans. This is one of the the fans really like this one too. But actually, I've got a song called Shake that will be in the same realm. But maybe we'll just do uh, we'll do the lonely and I'll figure something else out if we want to do a couple of them. Yeah, I'd, we'd like cool. to have a couple, like two. All right, all right. We'll pick out two while I'm playing the lonely. I'll try to figure out what the hell else to play. But the um, this is one. I always like to tell it, it's like this is this is like you're gonna catch a little bit of, of my tour. It's not it's not really a routine, but it's something I like to say. So I say it quite often when I'm out. Uh, whenever whenever I get to play this song, whenever I get a chance to kind of put it into the set list, because I, I like to keep things like as as up as they can be in a show, like nice and like just energized. And then, um, but it's always good to have a break, a breather, you know, it's always good to have like, uh, like, um, that, that contemplation song or whatever. And, um, but this, this song, whenever I get it, whenever I throw this one on the set, I get to tell a story of, uh, I, when I, when I had written this one is when I had, I would just met my wife. I hadn't actually hadn't met her yet. Like my, my wife that I'm married to right now, the, um, but I was in, I was, I had a crush on her. And I was invited to go out to a campfire and uh, she's a fantastic folk artist herself or, uh, you know, as in like, she's like a very, she's a pretty accomplished Megan Maudlin. And, and, and I had a crush on her. I thought she was gorgeous. I was intimidated by, by her big voice and I wanted to uh, impress her 
because she invited me to go out to this campfire and I had just written this song and she and she kind of called me out at the campfire and, and was like oh you want you play something you know uh, want you play one of your original songs or whatever and I was like I was like okay and I was like I don't know I got this one uh, you know I'm, I threw down I threw down two songs and this is the first one I threw down and um and uh then I, I kind of even at the, by the end of this song like she had actually got kind of started kind of getting closer over to me and I started feeling like I was like oh this is cool you know it's good but um but either way I had like because I had a, just a big ass crush on her and the um but <laughs> nine years later baby <laughs> you know this song must have worked that's what I'm hearing I'm saying that's what I'm saying song worked <laughs> but I like to tell that story during the uh like on tour dates and stuff whenever I'm out of town it's it's good too because it lets lets everybody in the room know you're married and happily married and that can uh, prevent a lot of stupidity at the end of the night <laughs> facts <laughs> i like to i like to lead with that step forward you know that foot forward here we are loneliness just seems i found you again drifting along in the dark and I can promise that I understand when the wind will blow straight to your heart. But summer's over and the world had to end. There's a reason that they call it the fall. Now take my hand and I can be your friend. I will be here when there's nothing at all. And we will move on again. We will move on again. I'm in the mirror, I am haunting the halls. I'm a victim of what you believe. The words I feel from your sound that is real creates this conflict that's colliding with me. I'm in the flames, but I could give you no names. I'm not ashamed for what I have caused. Blink of an eye, then this world will deny. You will see that there was nothing at all. We will move on again. We will move on again. But there was no reason for hiding away from the sun. It's where everything is leading to. It's believing when the truth has begun. And this can all fade away, just like the light that turned into the dark. Now take my hand and I will be your friend. It's the end, but then again, it's a start. And we will move on again. We will move on again. Yeah. There it is, man. The lonely. It's a cool little tune. You like it? It's coming through there okay with the zoom yeah. with the, just the on there. Okay, it, cool. you know it's fine. I mean, you know, it is what it is, brother. Actually, you can see a little more of the guitar work. Yeah, the vibes coming through, so you know that's what matters. All right, all right, cool, cool. But yeah, that's that's the lonely. So there's that's kind of got that little vibe to it. I'm trying to think of where else I'd want to go. Um, um, 
I kind of could go the extreme opposite direction. Um, I, like I could release. I, let's see. I'm trying to trying to uh, trying to feel what what we'd want. What 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 you, what you guys really go for on the show, or what would fit right. Hey man, um, we're we're all about all everything. It's a uh, yeah all genres uh, music fest over here. We have no, okay. Yeah. We have no limitations. We've okay. had I've got we've had hip hop, folk, blues, country, like rock. You know, metal like <laughs> like just about everything. everything huh? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. It's I like to say I'm Indiana as fuck. We're like a big mix of everything. You know? <laughs> uh, we, the crossroads of America, all the music smashed together right here too. You know what I mean? Like it's a, there's there's something really special about Midwest and Indianapolis and the um like I've I've, I've I believe I've had a vision of it for a long time just about like all the music and all the different styles that we have and how well they get done here too. Like there's so much good music in Indianapolis. Like this really is like whatever genre you're looking for, there's something out there that's like slaying it in Indianapolis. There really is. The, um, I agree. I got this jam right here that, um, that's, oh, I guess we're going to do it anyway. Cause I'm not going to change my mind now. I've gone too far. I've gone too far. I could do, um, now, now, of course, I'm not trying to, I, I make horrible when it comes, I'm trying to think of the other song, because I got a song called Normal, which is a little bit more, uh, I got a song called Normal and a song called Take My Drugs. What would you rather hear? Let's go with Normal. All right. All right. We're going to do Normal. <laughs> All right. Cool. I got a this feeling it's a, not quite normal, this normal song. Oh, well, it's kind of normal. <laughs> kind of normal but the um it's a but this is all right cool this is this one these are both uh <clears throat> well this one was uh the both those songs are like my two newest so i was gonna try to like throw something at you that was like it was fresh all right the, I love um, that. in normal is a collab uh, i wrote with uh, a, a girl named maggie bats maggie bats is a is a morgan county uh songwriter she's a beautiful songwriter beautiful soul i've known her for like 25 years and she's fantastic. So if she watches this, she'll know that I love her. So, but the um, but this is uh, this this is called normal. I had um, but I don't know. Should, should I do like? Should I talk about it? Should I yeah, go it? ahead. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, um, the uh, a, a few things were happening, and and I wrote a couple songs at the right here during uh, right as uh, like COVID and everything were hitting you know, pretty heavy. And I'd lost, already lost a couple friends to it. And, um, and then I was, I lost two friends to o kind of overdoses at the same Man, time. About that. And well, no, that, that's okay. But it's, it's all, I mean, it's, 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 it is what I like. I appreciate you. I appreciate your sympathy, you know, your empathy there, but the, um, uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's what it is. And the, um, you know, it doesn't, doesn't make me feel good or whatever. And, you know, obviously I, I like poured my emotions out into a, into a song. So I like, kind of get to cherish it still, but I appreciate you honestly for saying that. The, um, uh, but I, I lost a friend actually, it began in January. Maggie and I lost uh, a friend that we both were friends with. And um, that was a powerful a supporter of music and like an art. And he was just the guy, uh, Jay Stevenson, uh, and he was he was a guy that we loved very much, but he got sick and and uh, you know of cancer and died in cancer. And uh, and I was on tour. I was in California, and and Maggie like throws me a, a message and was like, "Yo, uh, you know, uh, actually it was kind of it's kind of she's like you need to go see Jay. Jay's getting sick. Uh, you know, like you probably need to try to see him sooner than later." And I was like, "Well, I'm on tour. I'll see him as soon as I get home from tour." 
uh, towards another 10 or 12 days and he didn't survive the 10 or 12 days. So like, you know, kind of had that in our hearts. And the, um, and, and that's one of the hard things you talk about being on tour and the things, important things that happen to you that you're not there for. That's, that was one of them in my, in my instance. And, uh, you know, every, every guy or girl that gets out on the road and starts dedicating their life to it, they're going to run into these things. And these are like part of the hurdles and part of the pain that you talk about when you're on the road, the things that you missed, you wish you were there for. This is one of those, you know. So uh, fair warning to anybody looking to get out there on the road, uh, go do it. Because if it's inside you and it's your passion, go do it. But understand this is pain that comes with it. But the um, uh, but advice to anybody, any any of your uh, uh, artist buds or my artist buds or, or just artists out there looking to do that, it's just part of it. Like you got yes, you got to really got to breathe it in and, and understand that and get tough because that's what it's going to do to you. But the um, uh, I get back home, you know, then all the COVID starts happening, and then I had a couple friends, like I said, pass away that, and I had these other friends that passed away of you know drug drugs and things, and then um, people I love, they weren't just friends, you know, people I really loved, and um, and then me and Maggie uh, get together. Uh, we're hanging out, sitting around a campfire, drinking, hanging out with, uh, you know, friends and, and, and my wife and stuff, hanging out. We're just, you know, being cool, doing our thing. Um, everybody passes out and Mags is still like up and blasted, <laughs> you know, and she's like, let's write a song, you know. And I was like, it's 4 a.m. I can't hardly talk. Uh, you know, like, let's let's put off the song for another time, please. You know, like, like I've been singing all day. And, I, and she's like, no, everybody's finally asleep. And I wrote this. I wrote these these, the first words to the song that we're going to write. And she's like, I was just waiting for everybody to go to sleep so like we, so we wouldn't be distracted and we could get this written. And she like gave me like the first line of the song. And, um, and she's like, and then she, she grabbed me by the heart. She's like, this is, you know, this is for Jay Russ, you know, we got to do this. And so I was like, okay, you know, I can't say no to that. And uh, so, um, and then she had written, she, she gave me like the first verse she had written down while we were sitting out at the campfire that night. She's like, this just came to me. So she gives me the first verse. And then I look in my phone and I see like whenever she had sent me, I, I wanted to, I sc scrolled through uh, whenever, uh, you know, I, I take notes like crazy in my phone, like crazy all the time. And it, they're all dated. They're all, you know, they're all there. So, so I dig back to, to where, you know, she sent me that message about Jay, you know, and I saw that I, I had written something in that blip moment, like while I was like somewhere in between, uh, somewhere in California, but I was like in between, uh, managing 10 guys on the road and managing like everything that comes with the tour you know I'm not just an artist on the tour I'm one of the creators and I'm like you know I've got a lot going on and um, so there's like a, a 30 second blip where like I remember kind of crying about Jay and writing this thing you know and it ended up being um, uh, ended up being the chorus of the song I was like I already got our chorus so like we'd already and I'd already as soon as I read the words I could hear the melody that that was in my head already from because like I read the words and the music just comes right back to it. So so we kind of that's how we wrote the song and we 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 kind of we walked through the second verse together and then um you know we and then and then the third verse I felt kind of fell off a little bit honestly but we ended up just being like this is what it is you know this is what it is so um and we were happy with it and it was and it was actually like a really mellow version of what it is now like it used to do kind of a would have like this like kind of sound to it. it has more of like a little hop to it or something but it but now it ended up being like a it's a punk rock thing the yes is blue across the table as you bow out you walked away 
I see your eyes, they're moving and stable across the fire. You found a flame, but that's normal, right? Please say I'm okay. I think I lost a friend today, and that's normal, right? Please say I'm okay. I think I lost a friend today. But in my mind, I'm at the funeral, and you're alive, you're okay. But in my mind, I need your approval. Do I make you proud? Now who's to say? Who's to say? But that's normal, right? Please say I'm okay. I think I lost a friend today. That's normal, right? Please say I'm okay. I think I lost a friend today. And that's normal, right? Please say I'm okay. I think I lost a friend today. That's normal, right? Please say I'm okay. I think I lost a friend today. But I'm alone, I'm in your corner. When you're not here, I'm still here. I'm still here. But that's normal, right? Please say I'm okay. I think I lost a friend today. That's normal, right? Please say I'm okay. I think I lost a friend today. And that's normal, right? Please say I'm okay. I think I lost a friend today. And that's normal, right? Please say I'm okay. I lost a friend today. Oh, wow, man. I like that energy, man. There's a, there's a good vibe coming off of that. Thanks, man. Thanks yeah. I'm trying to keep it mellow so I'm not too loud in the house right now. So, <laughs> so my, my wife uh, sticks her head down and, and says something to me. <laughs> I'm like, it's a joke. It's him, man. It's, it's, it's my fault. Yeah, blame it on me, man. <laughs> it's his fault, man. <laughs> well, no, man, uh, hey, man, thanks for stopping by for the show. Um, it's, uh, great to have you here and I uh, appreciate you doing it. Hey man, I appreciate you reaching out and, uh, you know, you're trying to get to know me a little bit better. I appreciate it. I'm glad I got to know you a little bit. Although I didn't get to ask you too many questions. I didn't turn around the interview like a good, like a good artist is supposed to do. I was supposed to turn this all against you, man. I didn't do that. <laughs> well, maybe next time. I don't know. All right. Well, I hope there's a next time, man. When's Moonshine and music is a presentation of not less entertainment. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. The producer for today's show was Joe Shelton. Our cameraman grip and stunt double was Brent Lee Smith. On cameras and all sorts of other things, Bailey Shelton. And our staff guru is Brent Schlemmer. Join us each Sunday for new episodes right here with Moonshine and Music. <laughs>